This is episode number 87 and today we are talking all about the latest craze to hit social media and online and it's all about the vegan diet. So welcome along to foreverfit.tv. My name is Nicholas Smith and I am your personal trainer, nutrition and lifestyle coach. And each week I bring you an educational or inspiring message to help you unlock your true health and well-being and ultimately lead a life that energizes and inspires you. So today we're going to be checking out all about what this pagan diet is. So if you haven't noticed, over the last few months there's been a real surge in kind of um, Instagram and foodie pics and tweets with the hashtag pegan and it's kind of taking over the paleo sphere or because that's been the hot topic for quite some time and it's a it's taking over sort of vegan as well so pegan is a combination of the best of the two strict eating styles and it's the latest kind of craze to attract attention amongst kind of the health conscious community. And I don't really like to focus too much on diets or trends. And I, as you most probably know, that I don't really, I don't put myself into any box or like to tell you to follow a certain diet or anything like that. It's all about discovering what works for you. And we don't want to be focusing on trends, or nor do we want to kind of label the way in which we eat and encourage others to kind of do the same. And so. What I thought I'd do today is be kind of clarifying all of this and prefer I prefer to keep things really simple and just eat whole real foods, limit refined foods and produce and get to understand what really works for my body. And if this means I fall more into a certain category, well, that's fine, but I'm still never going to classify myself as that because then that puts yourself in a box and I don't think that's a very good thing to do. So for this podcast, I wanted to discuss this newest diet and the possible kind of health benefits or um, why this has sort of sparked my interest and why it might be something that you're already doing or you might put yourself into that kind of box or just so you know um, when it gets a bit more popular, you're going to have some um, ammo on whether it's right for you or not. So who knows, you might be already the one that is doing it. You just don't know. So uh, where it all began is Pegan is is not just a diet craze or invented by an Instagram healthy person. It is simply the love of food and a great or, or somebody with um, great kind of photography skills. It is actually um, started with Dr. Mark Hyman, who combined the strengths of the paleo and the vegan. Um, field to focus on real whole fresh and sustainably raised foods and coining it pegan so if you were to google pegan that's kind of one of the first posts that comes up and it talks about um dr mark hyman talking about that so i'm sure you would have maybe heard of him and he's been on many kind of talk shows and he's quite a um, big deal in the old foodie world and online and so across the online media or maybe in one of his books or maybe you haven't and that's fine as well. So he's certainly made a name for himself by kind of looking at healing chronic disease holistically rather than through conventional medicine and for me this is kind of um, you know it's music to my ears seeing more and more um, people 
spreading the message of food and what it can do for your health and well-being. And there's so many things that, um, like your exercise, your exit, sorry, your lifestyle, your exercise, your diet, your emotional well-being, and he kind of looks at the whole body as a system of systems and does this. And this is, um, yeah, what I'm all about. And, you know, it's a whole holistic approach and we can't just heal one thing by taking a pill. So the idea of preventative medicine is something that we should all kind of be working towards. And Dr. Mark Hyman has a real clear vision and he believes that food is medicine and through his in-depth kind of research he's kind of noticed the regular occurrence of studies which validate the foundations of both the vegan and the paleo diets and studies focusing on whether the vegan diet has shown a positive impact on your health including weight reversal of diabetes and lowering cholesterol and blood sugar levels and also the association of kind of health benefits of the paleo diet as well which has been verified in several studies to have the same kind of positive effects. Now I'm going to put links of all of these studies in the show notes of the show so you can check them all out there. So there's a couple of them that are really worth looking into and the cool thing about this is that I I know people who thrive on the paleo diet. I know people who thrive on the vegan diet. But then, you know, a couple of years later, they might then need to move in another direction. And so this is, um, again, it just comes back to really understanding your body and not putting yourself into a box. It's understanding the principles of what your body needs And when you do that, you're able to kind of um, then experiment with things. But Hyman's question was, which which I find pretty valid, is that you shouldn't be kind of shunning certain produce just because it's um, a case of being paleo or because it's animal products if you're a vegan or um, because both eating styles are kind of, they're pushing the same kind of similar message, but they're eating slightly different things and they're both getting some real positive health benefits from them and so this is why one of the reasons we want to kind of choose to avoid adhering to a diet and why you don't want to put yourself into that box because I prefer to think about making a lifestyle of eating foods where there's clear evidence that they might benefit your health and but when you combine these two diets though it's not just simply about merging the two names and it's kind of creating a buzz but there is actual data from a lot of these studies combining the best bits of both of these diets and these studies um, regarding certain foods into your diet are often confusion confusing and sometimes not completely accurate and so so not it wasn't like for example it wasn't that long ago that egg yolks was considered really bad for your body and also saturated fats was bad for your body and now it's you know simply it's all about sugar is out of your diet and so things always go in trends and they get on a big buzz and they and they're always changing and life's always changing and there's new science coming out and we don't know who's backing that science and you don't know what's behind it and then there's latest magazine articles all these kind of things are always being put out there and it's always changing and people's opinions are always changing and so when this kind of comes out you can kind of see why it's it is a, a good thing because it's it is bringing the two diets together and the best bits of them 
but again it's it's don't put yourself into that kind of box so when you think of paleo you think of the hunter gatherer the caveman the high meat intake and vegetables but one thing that this is like the one of the things that really frustrates me is when you look at paleo there's there's certain um, foods that you should be eating and shouldn't be eating, but then you can have high carb, you can have low protein, you can have a high fat, you could be um, a high vegetable intake, you could be the the macronutrients within that one diet can be extremely different, but most people portray it as a high fat, high protein diet, but that doesn't mean that it is and that it should be, but it's just people's portrayal of what that is. So when you talk about, and then when you talk about vegan, you instantly think no animal products, lots of vegetables, grains, nuts and seeds, and they're almost completely polar opposites. And this is, and then, but then there's people who are vegan as well, who are doing, who aren't eating, you know, the vegetables and grains, nuts and seeds, that is just eating packaged rubbish food. So within somebody who might be paleo and somebody who might be vegan, they could both be doing it incredibly wrong. So um, both the paleo and vegan focus on a diet that's low on glycemic index, so low on sugar, low on flour, low on refined carbs. But they're both really big on high intakes of vegetables and fruit, and they're both really big on avoiding pesticides and antibiotics, hormones, and genetically modified foods. And you won't see like chemicals, additives, preservatives, dyes, MCGs or artificial sweeteners in any of these dieters' pantry. They all prefer organic, local, fresh, seasonal foods, and they all understand that good quality fats are encouraged as well as adequate protein. However, dairy is generally kind of dissed in both of these diets. But where your protein source is coming from, whether it's plant-based or animal base differs between the two so there's definitely kind of a good crossover between the vegan and the paleo diet but in my opinion these are all positive eating habits regardless of whether or not you're labeling yourself in a diet or not so there's both kind of um, there's the ability for both of these diets to be really unhealthy and I think this is where like the paleo diet comes in the firing line of media is because they're grabbing a hold of um, the unhealthy version of it and whereas it can be extremely healthy and they do the same with the vegan as well. So there's unhealthy members of a vegan and of a paleo tribe so it's important that we want to like with the increase of the popularity of both of these so more and more vegan pre-packaged products are available and you don't have to look far now to see pre-packaged paleo products you can have a paleo based um, junk food diet very easily and so you want to then you want to look at kind of the ingredients there in some of these and some of them are you know it's just as some of them are terrible and so it comes down to the combination of the foods and what the individual chooses to consume. So a vegan diet that's full of um, bagels and pasta and chips and lots of white, stodgy products has absolutely no nutritional benefit, and neither does a paleo diet filled with a whole lot of just um, intense meat and the wrong packaged foods as well, so with very little vegetables. So there's a big difference between the diets. 
there are some real clashes and some cl- that clearly differentiate the two. So one of the first ones is um, like meat. Meat is the obvious distinction between the vegan and the paleo diets, and this, the vegans steer clear of meats, and not only for what they believe the health reasons, but for many because of its impact on the planet and the animal welfare reasons as well. But this is because of the type of meat that they're eating. And when it comes to a paleo sphere, they are generally all about getting grass-fed, good quality organic meat. Um, doesn't, it doesn't necessarily have to be organic, but just good quality grass-fed, well-cared for meat. And so if you were to look at meat that's farmed, factory farmed, then yes, this has a huge impact on the planet and welfare. And so this is why it gets such a bad name. But sustainably farmed animals, grass-fed, can be incredible. And this is where the confusion and the frustration comes in as well. So there's a huge distinction on... If you were just to look at meat, it's, um, it's a huge topic and one of the things that really frustrates me is is um, people can thrive off meat and it is one of those things that's been around for as long as we have been around and when it's looked after well and cared for well, this is the type of meat you should be eating. But absolutely, a, a diet that's full of factory farmed meat is something that you're better off being vegan, if you ask me. <laughs> so grains... Um, is another thing that differentiate the diet. The grains are completely forbidden in the paleo world and grains have been targeted due to the cause of inflammation, autoimmune, digestive issues and even obesity. But grains is a massive um, massive um, category and there's lots of different grains within the category of grains and for some people they can do really well on grains if they're treated carefully and for some people they can't and it can, it's often the gluten in them, it can be the phytic acid in them. For me personally I had to get every single grain out of my diet for two to three years. I can't actually remember if it was three years or two years and that was out and then I was able to have rice and quinoa, or quinoa as a seed actually but I was able to have rice, um, I was able to have oats every now and then if I wanted them. So um, that whole attack on just grains is um, is out there, but it's important to know that when you treat your grains with care and you you learn to um, traditionally look after your food and you're eating good quality food, then grains can be really good for some people. Another differentiation between them is like beans and, and legumes and things. So these are a great source of fibre and protein and minerals, and these are not... Um, allowed in the paleo world but for somebody who's vegan these are an excellent source of um, protein for them and so even though what you're always trying to do is making sure you're getting your best possible source of protein that works for your body so if you're someone who doesn't do well on meat then yes you're going to be wanting to have legumes in there as well but legumes can contain things like lectins and phytates and they can often cause inflammation in some people and they can often often impair mineral absorption as well. So again, it comes down to making sure you're preparing your beans. If you're trying to flash cook them or buying them canned and processed, that's a completely different bean to getting one that's organically um, sourced. It's one that you soak overnight, you cook slowly, and that's going to remove those kind of 
things that affect digestion and mineral absorption and it's going to be a great protein source for that person who may not be getting much meat into their diet. The other things that um, is different between the two is like eggs um, and being a an animal byproduct, vegans don't consume eggs because they contain animal tissue as well as um, the issues with animal welfare and um, the like killing of the chickens as well. So this is something that, to me, eggs are nature's multivitamin and they are incredible for you. But if some people, but then a paleo person could actually um, have an intolerance to eggs and eggs can actually be a cross-reactive to gluten. And so within the paleo world, eggs are allowed, but if your body doesn't do well on it, then it's not something that's right for you. And then somebody who may be vegan voting on vegetarian, but they're not, they can't handle the legumes they're not getting any protein, so the, the eggs could be their point where they cross over a little bit. But if they're putting themselves into a vegan box and trying to categorise themselves, and then they could be missing out on something that could be providing them with some credible nutrients that their body needs. So the other thing as well is fish. Again, it's an animal product, but and so this is kind of out for vegans, but it's in for paleos. And the good thing about um, fish is it contains omega-3s which is not usually found in plants most it's not actually found in plants so the thing about the vegan diet it sounds funny to say actually doesn't it <laughs> so is how does somebody become a vegan if they wanted to become a vegan not that I'm wanting you to become one but Hyman's idea of going vegan is not about focusing on portion sizes or what you eat or how much you eat, but it's about putting more focus on what you actually eat. So taking consideration into the type of food for fuel your body, that you fuel your body with and where it comes from. And it's pretty simple and this is why I believe the kind of vegan diet has some good merit in it and that's kind of predominantly focused on eating whole natural produce and it's real food. So, you know, that's what I'm always talking about, real good quality, clean eating, get rid of the rubbish. So it's not the kind of stuff that you find in a frozen meal or in a jar or a nicely wrapped package. But the main foundations of a vegan diet is, number one, that you focus on glycemic load. So you're including more proteins and fats, and your source could be nuts or seeds or flax seeds, chia seeds. Um, it could be coconut, avocados, sardines or olive oil. Um, like good sources of um, fats is that you're getting like omega-3s, nuts, coconuts, avocados, grass-fed meats in there as well. But you're limiting your vegetable oils, so like your canola, um, sunflower, corn oils, those kind of things. And you're eating mostly plants. It's a plant-based diet. 70% of your plate 75% of your plate should be low glycemic vegetables and fruits. So you're focusing on nuts and seeds. You're avoiding dairy. You avoid gluten. And you eat gluten-free whole grains sparingly. You eat beans sparingly. You consume meat kind of as a condiment, not as the main thing. And then sugar should be an occasional treat in, in, in a real food form. So there's certainly some positives of combining the vegan and the paleo style and the ve- and the vegan approach. 
and it provides you kind of with an array of high quality nutritious foods and avoids foods which are linked to health implications. For me, kind of adopting this diet is what you may be eating already. And, and again, I could simply, I could easily classify myself as vegan, as vegan, sorry. But I do have the butter in there because sometimes I do well on the butter, but it's not something I'm having all the time. And then sometimes, you know, it's, it's, we're constant, I'm constantly changing according to what my body needs. And so it, this provides you with high quality nutritious food and avoids foods which are linked to common health implications. And so again, this is simply just about eating real whole foods. And you do have to, to be careful of the amount of um, protein that you are eating from meat and checking where it's coming from. Often people, when they go head first into the paleo diet, they just start eating meat all day, every single day, and they're having heaps of it. And your pro- the amount of protein that you should be having is about the size of your palm. So if you chop off your fingers and your thumb, that's the amount of protein that you want to be having in each meal, roundabout or two meals of your day. And so if you're basing, you know, if you're having a big, massive kind of green smoothie for breakfast and then you're having a big salad with some protein and some fats for lunch and then then dinner is similar that's kind of where you're wanting to have your kind of protein intake for the majority of people but then we've all got different metabolic demands and like men will need more protein some people will need more protein and they do better on more protein some people do better on more fats so again it just comes down to adopting these kind of it is education and it is information that's coming out and there's going to be more and more things coming out about it and the whole emphasis is that you are fine-tuning don't ever get complacent just keep fine-tuning so that you keep thriving and you keep finding what works for you so when you start to see this kind of information come out you might look at it and, you know, there might be a few things that strike a chord with you and you're able to go, yep, I could do better with that area. And there's always going to be good points with some things and bad points with other things. But the main thing is that you don't put yourself into a box and start to get really obsessive and um, join a cult-like following towards a certain diet. It's about understanding what works for you. And yes, you may need to get incredibly strict for some time. If you've got some sort of autoimmune condition or healing your gut, you do have to be kind of quite rigid while that fixes. But that's, again, it's it's working out what works for your body and that's what your body needs at that time. So you want to avoid kind of the food list and health claims and packaged foods and the ingredients that you can't pronounce and just start to eat real nutrient dense foods and foods that make your body feel great and if you stick with this and you know what's good for you and it's in its natural form then adhering to like a healthy diet is can actually be really simple and you just want to be prepared and you're just learning starting to gain your own kind of philosophy around food Ultimately, though, you just want to develop a love and appreciation for real food and you want to stop feeling deprived, always feel like you're missing out on certain foods. So you always, you don't want to always go back to um, eating unhealthy just because you've put yourself into this extreme kind of category. So the foundations of the kind of pegan diet aims to benefit your health and there's definitely an array of good produce that falls under that banner. 
but as I mentioned you might you might find that without even knowing it you're already eating a vegan diet and you're already doing it but the great thing is is you never put yourself into that box so check that out if it makes its way into the mainstream and you'll you would have known all about it before then and um yeah like I said I think it's it's a, a good thing but again I'm not gonna go around and start saying I'm vegan. I'm still you know clean eating real whole food that works for my body and I'd love for you to do the same it's you know eat when you're hungry stop when you're full listen to what your body needs and just keep keep your digestive health really healthy so you're able to absorb and assimilate all those nutrients and you're just constantly tweaking and what your body needs today could be different to what your body needs in a year's time or on a um, Friday after an extremely stressful week you might need something different to what you need on a Sunday like don't make things black and white just listen day in and day out what does your body need and the more you do this the better you get at really understanding your body and what makes it thrive each and every day so I hope you enjoyed that and I hope you got something out of it make sure you check out the show notes of the show I've started to actually write um, these shows out so they're fully kind of transcribed into a blog post and you can see all of the links um, to the studies and different kind of things you might like to read about um, this podcast here and you can let me know if there's anything you want me to discuss anything that you're seeing out there that you want to get clarified or you think would be a great topic and just remember there is no better time than right now for you to start living a life that energizes and inspires you so go out there and do something great today 